Hello. Hello. How is you? Perfect. That's convenient because we were talking about the perfection this week. Yes, how about that? That's just really Who nice. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> we are in our last week of Advent, and that makes me sad because that means Christmas is over. I know. That's Charlie the same Brown. part of every year. Um, Christmas Day is is one of the hard days for me in life because you've got this great buildup. It's the month before Christmas that I get most excited about. Right. And then Christmas Day, you open the presents, and it's just kind of like... You open your presents, you eat your food, done. and then you're like, you're sitting there, and you're like, oh, well. Yeah. So I love things that kind of drag it out a little bit longer. Yeah. It, then, there, then there comes that point where it's like, okay, now we're just forcing it. You know? Right, <laughs> so right, right, right. But, you know, I've thought a number of times, because we don't really, we don't follow a liturgical calendar, mm-hmm. um, strictly speaking, at, at real life. So as we're... Um, going through this, I've often thought, boy, if we followed more of that, you know, if we if we celebrated Epiphany and we celebrated, you know, the Ascension, and we go through all these different things, uh, then we can spread the joy of the holidays mm-hmm. out a little differently, and and also work to establish the focus that all of these holidays were originally intended to do. I mean, all of the feasts throughout the year, right. for you know, whether it's for different saints, if you're in the Catholic Church, all of these different things that you celebrate are intended to bring your focus back to God. And in fact, that's what the Pharisees did too. Their laws that they invented were to get us more connected with God. What it did is created legalism and ritualism, external faith, uh, external religion. And um, much of the church tradition over the centuries did that same thing. So rather than refocusing on God, what we did is we focused on the external aspects of it and then developed doctrines to go along with that, which actually are counter to what the scriptures teach us. So th- there's, a, there's a danger to it. But there's something excellent about looking to the future, moving forward. And as we're going That's through... That's another nice transition. <laughs> as, we're, as we're going through this, this joy of anticipation of Christmas, there is kind of that it's always lurking in the background right. that at some point it's going to be over and the the joy for the Christ greeting cards have all been sent the Christmas rushes through oh man so I love the Carpenters I love Karen her Carpenter's voice, voice. Uh, just fantastic like, but, uh, anyway let's look toward the future I'm talking about perfect that, so that's actually one of the things that I loved about my wife Shelly when we first met I heard her saying I'm like oh it's Karen Carpenter uh, <laughs> She had nodules at the time, <laughs> so her voice was a little low. You have to have nodules so to she, be like Aaron Carpenter. She got like a three-octave range, but it was as we went along, it was getting smaller because, you know, her right. you know, went through. The, a, lot of, a lot of singers end up going through that. Lauren Daigle, at some point, is going to have to get some surgery because the girl is barely having any breath control. Adele anymore, had to have that, I think. I think that's right, yeah. Amy Grant did at one point. And Lauren Daigle so. is the Christian Adele, so. <laughs> anyway... Anyway, so as we're um, so many so many thoughts. <laughs> Another time. Again, we'll, I know, we'll you, do some I know extra you've podcasts. mocked my you've mocked my uh, enjoyment of Rizzoli and Isles, but <laughs> and burn notice. Burn notice is brilliant. Oh, I'm just my throat hurts so bad. Brilliant stuff. Oh. See, you know, I should make you laugh more oh, to punish you. It hurts you for this. so bad. But Angie Harmon, Las Vegas. That, Angie Harmon with the poor girl's nodules. She just. I don't know if she's going to be able to continue to talk. Have you ever something. heard Sophia Bush talk? I don't know if I have. She was on I One, the name, one Tree Hill, and then is. she was on... Yeah, that's uh, why I have it. Uh, she was on some NBC show, Chicago 
PD or yeah, something like that. None of which are. And she just. <laughs> when they eventually end up on Hulu and Netflix. And there I, you go. That's when I'll probably see. Anyway, let's stop talking about people's vocal fry. So, and <laughs> but the the you know the hard part about Christmas is knowing that you know we get to the end here then, as you and I have talked right. about. And wow, what a what a, a lot of people struggle with that. Like it, it causes a depression. Causes a depression, right. right? Well, and I can identify with that right. because that's kind of how I feel. You know. <laughs> But the, the beauty for the Christ follower is that it doesn't end. Right. So when we leave this life, we are we know that there is more. It's bigger. And Paul says we don't focus on what's seen. That's temporary. We focus on the unseen, eternal reality because that's what's lasting. And, and the beauty of all of this is knowing that this is part of God's plan. So Christmas isn't it. Easter isn't even it. Mm -hmm. That's Christmas is moving us toward, toward right. Good Friday and right. Easter. So our price is paid. The provision is made for us. The redemption is per, is purchased for us at the cross. So seems like we talked about that recently. We did, yeah. And, and in fact, I think last podcast I mentioned our memory verse Ephesians one seven, and then didn't uh, speak through it. But <laughs> but as we're looking at uh, at at where the Advent event is taking us to. Mm -hmm. We're looking at Good Friday, and everything is moving toward this pinnacle of the cross. In in that our redemption is purchased there. So, as Paul said in Ephesians one seven, in Christ in Him we have redemption through His blood. Our redemption comes through the blood of Christ. Mm -hmm. Apart from the blood of Christ, we don't have redemption. In, in Hebrews, we read that without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. So he redeems us through his blood, and he specifies the forgiveness of sins. That's what this redemption brings about for us, is the forgiveness of our sins. So in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with God's grace, with the grace of God that he lavished on us, that he pours out this unbelievable grace to us. So this is the beauty of the cross. The resurrection, which we celebrate on Easter, is such a huge deal, specifically because it means Christ is who he says he is. Mm -hmm. God can do anything, even raise someone from the dead. And more importantly, it says that the... Uh, maybe not more importantly, but I would make the case perhaps that it's more important it, to us directly. It says that the sacrifice in our place, the provision, was accepted. The redemption is complete. That it's, it, it, and then we have this receipt, so to speak, that the Holy Spirit as a seal on each of us as believers guaranteeing what will be finalized, that the one who started the work in us will finish it in the day of Christ Jesus. And the New Testament in particular, the, the Old Testament looks toward it, but the prophets only see in part. They're like looking across a mountain range, and all they can see is the, the tops of these mountains, mm -hmm. and you can't see what's beyond that first mountain. It's like when you're looking at Lake Michigan, you see Chicago, the outline of it, but you can't see. But you can't see right. the city, so right. you're seeing it from a distance. So as they're as they're prophesying, there's this the, the short-term reality, the long-term reality, but they only see in part. Mm -hmm. So as we... And so do we. But absolutely. We, yeah. But we've had, had the mystery the word, revealed. Right, right. We see it in Christ. We've had it uh, explained. What they've longed to look into, we get to actually see. Mm -hmm. So as we look forward to what is coming, the, the beauty is we don't have this... We don't come to the end of this life and find that all the presents have been opened, the Christmas cards have all been sent, and we're just, oh, so disappointing. 
Right. Instead, it just gets better. Right. And all of the things that drag us down, not all of, we won't even be capable of feeling negative emotions at that point. You know, and, and this is, this is the beauty that we see in, in the book of Revelation when we see that he's going to wipe away every tear, mm-hmm. that, that there's, that, which is actually Old Testament. But as we see Christ removing the curse, undoing the curse, all of the imperfection removed, we won't even have the capacity, essentially, to feel all the negative emotions. We can't have fear because the perfect love has driven it out. We can't have guilt and shame because there's no sin. We can't have all of the things that that harm us presently that make this life hard. It's funny that we would want to cling to this life when as Christ followers, we know that the culmination of the kingdom is perfection. Well, I think it's it's hard for us to wrap our minds around the idea of perfection because even for what sure. even yeah. what you and we I might even right even what you and I might think of as perfection is yeah. doesn't even compare. Right. You know. And that is hard. Your mom has said that to me a few times. That you know that's that it, it's still got to be hard because we don't know. We don't, you know, right. we've never been there. Right. And so there's that element of of not knowing that always has us in a certain tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's kind of the now and the not yet idea mm-hmm. of the kingdom mm-hmm. and and Jesus says the kingdom is here and yet it's not here yet it's coming mm-hmm. here I am inaugurating the kingdom I am the kingdom really is, right. is is really what it comes down to and those who are in Christ then are a part of that kingdom on his side rather than under his judgment right. and so the future of Christ followers is when Christ sets all things right we'll actually be with him on his side ruling, reigning with him, serving him in perfection and joy without any of the negatives that we see now. And all of the, all of the negatives, all of the, the sin and its effect and the death and the devil all removed. However, if we're still a part of that, then only judgment and condemnation comes. Which is why in this intervening time, what we often refer to as the church age, the, what, what was the law before brought us to this place. It pointed toward this. Toward this. And in God's mercy, through the sacrificial system, through the, uh, the scriptures given to Israel, the sins that, that took place beforehand went unpunished, waiting for Christ, because all of that pointed to Christ. So those who put their faith in the system at, under that old covenant were actually in a... In a I what do I want to say here? In a in a foretelling or a, a forward-looking way, it's not really good to struggle with words when you're on a podcast that relies on audio and verbal communication. This is our but, mimed podcast. <laughs> we are we are the home of professional podcasting. So as we going to be our April Fool's joke. As we look forward to this, all of that. Old Testament faith was ultimately faith in Christ, but in a Christ that they did not yet know. Right. So the prophets longed to, to see, but did not understand. So now we have this mystery revealed to us. We actually get to see Christ. Right. We can look back to who he was and yet forward to his coming. So as we celebrate Christmas and the advent, the coming of Christ, we we really should have an eye forward looking past the opened presents and taking down the tree and mm-hmm. you know washing the dishes Eating after the big dinner. For three days. You know we're looking past all of that 
to his second advent. So we live in this perpetual hope until that comes to fulfillment in in him. This, and we we talked about hope when we looked at the promise, this idea of the eager anticipation of a sure thing. Kids have a hope for Christmas. We don't hope that Christmas is coming. We know it's coming. It's the eager anticipation of the sure thing that will happen one way or another on December 25th. It's going to be December 25th. That's Mm -hmm. how it's going to work. You can do what you want, but it's going to be... We're going to... We're, <laughs> right. So we have this anticipation of right. it. When we look at our future hope as Christ followers, it's that same kind of a thing. Right. It is coming. We know it's coming. We don't fully understand, but we have this eager anticipation of the sure thing mm-hmm. of Christ keeping his word. Our faith is knowing that it's a sure thing. Our hope is hanging on that sure thing, right. anticipating it, clinging to it, looking forward to it, choosing to cherish that over what we're presently in. We will talk more about that next time. Uh, guys, we're cutting, we're getting down to our last few podcasts of the year. Crazy. Please leave a voicemail. <laughs> Please leave a voicemail. In fact, you have mugs on the way now. I have mugs on the right? way. Here's what I'm throwing out to the, to the world, the podcast verse. If you leave a voicemail with a question, you're in the running. To, to get a free mug. I would go so far as to say the first person to do that gets a mug, period. What if like 100 people do it? Only the first one is one. <laughs> so the first one to do that gets a mug. After that, we can have a drawing or something okay. of those who leave voicemail. If you leave a voicemail with a question, don't just say, hi, this is me. Right. And join, the, join our Actually conversation. interact. Interact. Have a question. Tell, say a question. Ask a question. And you'll get a mug. And you will cause Stacy great excitement. It that will be, be it will be my Christmas greatest present. Christmas present. Yeah, We've been sure. doing this for two years, and I have yet to get a get a voicemail. So that would be which a, must be left on the Anchor app. So if you, yes, if, if you listen on some other means, if you, you listen have to on go iTunes or whatever, download the Anchor app. A N C H O R. Free app. Free app. Uh, find our podcast, and you can uh, really easily just leave a voicemail. So and if you struggle with that, you can email us, and we'll help you through it. Email us at something real at reallifeonline.org. There you go. So many ways to get a hold of us. So yeah, before the end of the year, let's let's kick it off with the voicemail, and then maybe in the new year we'll just have all this discussion and interaction. It'll be wonderful. And you'll get to hear the notifications go off on my phone during the podcast. That's well, that's somebody <laughs> leaving a voicemail right now. Joy. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. <laughs>